back for another Christmas date night. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> I'm not even going to give it a go this time. Please, Dad. Mine is so poor. Merry Christmas. There you go. Excellent. Oh, you'd make a really good Santa. I, I think I would. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think you would. Without being too cocky, I think I'd be yeah, a good Santa. Yeah, I was Santa. just thinking, oh, you know, just pick up yourself there. Yeah, yeah. That's my plan. A, make an excellent Santa. Mm. Do you know what we're watching tonight? No, honey, I have no idea. <laughs> I think it's going to be... <laughs> my, my instinct is something going to be something weird. Because that's what you always bring to date night. You bring these weird black and white old school things. I realise it's not weird. They're just traditional. But... Yeah. You're... How many black and white films have we ever watched on date night? I don't know. I just, I just remember. You haven't done it for a while, but there have been so many times where I've come downstairs and you've been watching some sort of. Oh, I mean, I can't, I can't even put into words what some of them were. They're just odd. But yeah. So now I'm just probably thinking... not going to pick like something about the uh, Afghan war for a Christmas. Well, yeah, the one not just odd, but also like deeply troubling as well. This is a Christmas podcast. Yeah, I know, but you did make me go and see It's a Wonderful Life once, and I think that's very traumatic as well. Well, and uh, black and white. Woohoo! Not on the podcast though. Okay. This isn't a black and white film. Excellent. Is it old? No. Oh, maybe I'm wrong then. This is a film from last year. From last year. Yes. Oh, you're going to make me watch Klaus. We're watching Klaus. Oh no, I'm going to cry. <laughs> oh, I don't want to watch Klaus. I've purposefully avoided it because you said it really like got you. I don't think it'll affect you anywhere near the way it affected me. Is that because I have a cold, stony heart? Because you are a robot who <laughs> has no emotions. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Okay, right. So it's a film, not in the English language, isn't it? No, it's oh. in the English language. Right. It's a Netflix original. It was not in the English language. I thought it was subtitled. Well, tell you what, let's watch. <laughs> we can put subtitles if you on if you want. That might work. But you'll miss the voice work of Jason Schwartzman and J.K. Simmons. Oh, really? Schwartzman yes. it? Yeah, well, very nice. it's animated, so... Okay. Yeah. Right. But, yes. Okay, should we just watch it then? Let's, shall we do that? Yes. Yeah, so it's, Netflix. it's on Netflix. Yeah, if anyone wants to watch this, it's on Netflix. Um, this actually is one of the few things that we've ever mentioned on the podcast that my mum and dad actually went and watched. Yes, <laughs> recommendation i think it's this and quiz the two things ever and the crown oh well i never mentioned that so i don't really count that all right (laughs) is this how it works is it yes yes it's an insight into your mind isn't it (laughs) yeah but yes this is one of the few things that we've ever spoke about that my mum has actually watched on the back of it so that netflix gift card i got her last year last christmas uh, has gone gone well that means i can talk to them about it as well now that i've watched it I'm not. Oh, once I'm going to watch it. See, I'm, uh, yeah, this is an interactive thing. Yes. Lovely. Let's go watch it. Okay. Cheers. <gasps> um. Hello, <laughs> Jesper Johansson, postman. Oh. Uh, Mr. Klaus, you have a gift. You were meant for making toys, so I figured if you donate your old toys, I'll deliver them for free. Tonight, I go with you. There's no need for you to come with me, really. Tonight, then. (gasps) Our cousin told us if we write a letter to Mr. Klaus, he'll make us a toy. (gasps) Dear Mr. Klaus. Dear Mr. Klaus. Shall we, then? Yep. (gasps) Mr. Klaus is the coolest. Klaus? What about me? Ow! Loser. Oh yeah, well if I'm a loser, then you're you're a you're a you're a, you're, a, you're too far. You're gone. 
Hey, what do you guys think you're doing? This is Smearinsburg, the unhappiest place on Earth. And you two can't change that. The postman and toy maker are brainwashing everyone. We need to show people that a true selfless act always sparks another. Hi, what's happening right now? Oh no. Holy mother! What happened? Not a word. You just sit there, be all magical and awesome. Jesper, we're doing it. Let's go. Oh, oh, oh. Wait, wait, wait. Time out. Really? That's how you laugh? Come on, we're running out of time. Those kids are counting on us. If we don't stop them tonight, this town will never be the same. Destroy those toys. No, 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 no. No. Ah! Ha! Eat our snow, you... They're not attached. Why aren't they attached? I thought they were attached. I would never in a million years have done what I just did if I didn't think these were attached. Always That's it. I'm cancelling date night. <laughs> no more date night. It was good while it lasted. Bye, everyone. <laughs> so, what are your initial spoiler-free thoughts? <laughs> uh, my, my initial spoiler-free thoughts are, I don't want you to pick any more films. <laughs> because they make me cry. All the films that you pick. I picked an 80s, hardcore um, corporate classic <laughs> and you pick this beautifully animated heartwarming piece of film yeah what beautiful. what a bastard I know awful um, yeah it's 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 just lovely isn't it traditionally yes. animated as well so not the usual over glamorised Disney-esque Pixar-y not that I'm saying there's anything wrong with that mm. but this feels it just, it feels very, I'm trying, I'm like rubbing my fingers together. It just feels really quality, doesn't it? So there is certainly computer animation involved in this, mm. but I, it is, it harks back to the beginnings of animation. It's set in the, in the past at some point and to look at a frame is to look at something that looks like there's layers of it mm. and you can almost feel them moving, almost yes. like a like a cardboard animation sheet. Yeah, like a 3D, like yeah. things in front, things at back, and mm. almost like a, an old school Christmas card that you would yes. open up, like concertina style, mm. and you would see things at the back and the front and the middle, yeah. I think this is one of the most stunningly animated films mm. I've seen, and that includes Pixar films mm. and things like that. Um, I think it's beautiful. Mm. Um, should we just say spoilers for Cloud Yeah, Wars? <laughs> yeah sorry, uh, I've got all about that in my sw- my madness. Spoilers for 2019 film Clowers. Um, if you've not seen this, you can probably tell this is this tugged at some heartstrings that I didn't yeah. even realise were there. Yeah. Um it's it it's got the highest recommendation from me. So mm. it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's it's just over 90 minutes. Get your hankies ready. Yes, just But also are we, are we going to go at this? Well, if we it's something, it's something yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I was just about to say, but also really funny as well. Not just sad, not just a, oh, sad. Actually quite, fu- I spent probably the first half of it laughing. Oh, you did? Yeah. 
Yeah, just all the time. Because with animation as well, it's so clever, isn't it? There are references. It's very mm. cine literate. It's almost like a horror film to begin with. Oh, there are some really dark moments. So, like, just to, if in case anyone is listening, mm. who the story is that Klaus, no, sorry. Jesper. Jesper. Oh, I want to call him Jasper, but it's Jesper, Jesper, isn't it? Yeah, Jesper. Um, is a trainee postman who is Not flunking out. Um, his dad is the head postman. Yeah. So he's sent as Best a punishment. <laughs> he's sent as punishment to an island in Scandinavia. Called Smeensburg? Yes, possibly. something like that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they did say it over and over again in the film, but I've still got it wrong. Smeensburg. Oh, yeah, well done. Yeah, hurrah. It's sent there to an island as almost as punishment, mm-hmm. saying if you you need to ramp up the post office to do six thousand letters a year, otherwise you're getting cut off. No more silk sheets, no more personal butler. Yes. So he goes there and finds that this is a town at war with each other. There's two families who are just for no reason that anyone can remember, fight with each other. Not Constantly. at all like the Capulets and the Montagues, yeah. but also... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he finds this woodsman who lives in the forest called Klaus. Funny enough. And sets a plan in place whereby he, kids in the town can send letters to Klaus and he will supply them with toys. Because Klaus lives on his own in the woods and Jesper has discovered that there are all these toys just sat there in his sort of, his spare... I would say like garage, but it's not a garage, is it? Because it's all lovely and wooden and beautiful yes. and like the eighteen hundreds. But shed. yeah, it's in his house. Yeah, but he's got he's got a spare room full of toys, and they're just yes. sat there collecting dust. And through means of magical, beautiful mm. storyline telling, uh, a letter gets to Klaus, and Klaus then gives the child a toy, and it all all stems from there doesn't it and then it just because every child realizes that if they write to clouds they yes. can get a toy when you say it's a bit it's a bit dark and a bit horror i mean yeah. you do see people carrying bodies carrying bodies <laughs> yeah and then to dispose of him. and and going back into a house where you you do that thing where the, where you step backwards into the house you just see their eyes the whites the eyes and they go shh yeah <laughs> this child stabbing, stabbing stabbing snowmen with carrots with carrots but not just like in a it, it, it sort of just really slowly with their eyes just yes. open and it's just just placing <laughs> these these carrots aka knives just pushing them into the and the snowman's melting but like crying yes. and it's it's yeah there's some real moments of horror i i stopped counting how many times you laughed during this because I think sometimes it can be a hard sell for you, these films. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, you know, I was trying to keep a count so I could say, look, I heard, but you were laughing all the way through. Yeah. And then the things that really made you laugh mm. were the. Clowers uh, goes on to deliver toys to more people. And through this, we see um, origin stories for some of Santa's myths. Mm. So. Um, as Jesper is delivering one of the presents, he realises it's one of the kids that's been mean to him. So he takes back the present and leaves him a block of coal that he just yeah. saw by the thing. Yeah, you get a lump of coal if you're a naughty person. Yeah. Um, and that set you off laughing as strong as anything I've seen. Yeah, and also just because Jesper's doing all of the work, Santa, in inverted commas, Klaus, isn't doing mm. anything. He's making, well, he's not making the toys at this point, but he's made the toys and he's outside the house and Jesper is the one that's going down the chimney. Yes. And he's the one that's placing the toys in, in the child. So when he goes down the chimney and he sees that he's in the house of the child that's been mean to him, mm. 
he he and he oh yeah and previously he's these socks these stockings have been out so he's been placing the presents in the stockings like socks yes that have been hanging over the fire to to dry, to dry. because he's there's like dogs or other animals in the house so he's just quickly putting them yeah. somewhere so mm. that's where you get like the stocking presents mm. from it and yeah i love all the myth making and i liked how that teamed up with the other themes in the film so there's a particular scene where we get to see all of the battles that have gone on the tr- the traditions between the two factions so mm. both of the factions are showing their young people scenes from history from our own history but say look here we are fighting here here we are you know they're going even back to like battle hastings and things like that it's clearly yes. meant to be like that all of these big battles that we know from history and then they're putting their two two gangs in there and showing them look you know we've been doing this it's tradition and that it's there's really interesting idea of the myths that we tell the stories that we tell because both sides are saying that they won both sides are showing paintings which depict them as winning yes so i think this idea of myth and this idea of storytelling and history and the way that we tell we make up our own history and we tell mm. our own stories it's very interesting. Yeah, the other theme that comes with this is people helping each other. Mm-hmm. Um, there are kids who don't understand that they are meant to be fighting with their neighbours. Um, and as they start to get a toy and they realise that if you are be this word spreads from the kid who gets cold, that if you are being good, you get a toy. Mm-hmm. So they help each other and help out the city. And the city progresses beyond yes. this sort of fighting thing it They're, regenerates yes it? Yeah. yeah um they have I, a christmas market i was cr- very jealous <laughs> i really wanted to go to one get some beers get some yeah, hot chocolate yeah, yeah that's what it looked like you could really smell it couldn't you get one of them german hot dogs yeah, that you always see the massive ones yeah it's not for you not for me no, no. vegetarian <laughs> um we're not the voice cast yeah well before we started this you talked about jason schwartzman yeah I couldn't tell it was Jason Schwartzman. It was Rashida Jones that plays the school teacher. Yes. Um, J.K. Simmons playing Klaus. I liked it because I didn't think of Schwartzman, Simmons, Jones yes. as those people. I just took them as it was Jesper, it was Klaus. You know, I, I like that. I don't like it when I kind of know the person too well because then. All you think of is that person rather than the character that's been animated in front of you. I think that's one of the dangers of DreamWorks um, is that they do hire people who have such recognisable voices. Yes. And it's not something that necessarily Pixar does. Mm-hmm. Um, Onward like had uh, Chris Pratt and tom holland and okay. you could tell them mm. it's kind of a step away from the traditions of like i mean obviously tom hanks and that's what i was saying, tim I was saying like, go all the way back for, but for i don't think they necessarily and... sound like those people i think you now know those yeah, characters that might be rather it. than thinking mm. oh that's tom hanks but yeah i i really enjoyed this because they were clearly really good actors Yes. And I didn't I wasn't constantly thinking, oh, he's Jason Schwartzman, who was mm. quite a distinctive actor. Yeah. We need to talk about the ending. Okay, do we have to? Well, this wasn't the first <laughs> time I turned around and caught you in tears. Uh so there is a there is a, a storyline that runs through there's a plot plot line about death. Yes. And a plot line about 
lack of children mm. and that is well known within the St Nicholas story it's the beginning of Santa Claus the movie in Santa Claus the movie right at the beginning spoilers for Santa Claus the movie if you haven't seen it the 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 woodsman the person who makes the toys and his mm. wife go around and deliver the toys to all, to all the children because they they have not had any they you know they've got to a certain age and they have never had children and they don't understand why mm. and then they freeze to death and wake up and Dudley Moore's there so you know that story is always there so why is that acceptable in Santa Claus the movie but when you when you watch this from me you're like I'm never letting you pick a film I again I think that because in Santa Claus the movie it's just sort of like blinking and it's gone and I don't think a lot of people really take it that they've died but they have in, in this it's there's, it's it's very beautifully done. It's quite spiritual, without being religious, and mm. it's it's very very gently but meaningfully done. I can't say anything else, otherwise I'll cry. But yeah, <laughs> but for for someone who has been through a recent bereavement, I found it very touching. But even before that, you were in tears. Was I? Yeah, we we broke up halfway through. We broke up, did we? Yeah, well, we nearly did at one point. <laughs> uh, just to peek behind the curtain, we had a bit of a break while Elaine decided she was going to wrap some presents. It's all right to wrap presents while watching a film, but apparently it isn't. You're missing bits. I was fine. I was just doing a quick wrap. I've not got much time left. You've got a full day tomorrow. Anyway, Mark doesn't know how to do the um, sellotape without putting the leaving losing the end. Anyway... <laughs> When we stopped for that, you were in bits as well. I don't know what that was. Oh, I think you're probably crying because it's a good film. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, that. but that theme of, of loss and mm. um, he says, Klaus says after explaining that his wife has died and they wanted to have seven children mm. And then the children never came and then they got old and then she, she got ill and she died. Yes. But he said that's why he shut himself away. That's why he says there's a, there's a real mm. line of like how people, um, particularly men, I think, who, you know, like a, a widower might shut themselves away and might not take themselves back out in the world. And, and there's yeah. a lot of grief, you know, there's a lot of grief stuff going on in there, which I don't think other people would particularly spend a long time on because it's something that's very prevalent in Mm. my life that's what I was thinking about whilst I was watching it and then the bit at the end when he bloody well dies was like oh my god okay he he disappears in inverted commas but that bit where he sort of you know he feels her presence everywhere through the um the leaves that swirl around him and the wind and all this stuff. Happening all over again. Well, God, I hope not. Different different spin (laughs) on that film, isn't there? I mean, that would stop me crying. It's Mrs. Claus coming to get them. Um, (laughs) Bring it back. Bring it back. Um, So when when he eventually disappears, when when he says, you know, like, I'm coming to to see you sort of thing, he has that moment, doesn't he? Right, right, I'm on my way because I've reached an age where gone totally gone yeah i just yeah can't take that the first time i saw it i was in bits i think i came up i think i watched this when you'd gone to bed and i think i came oh god gone again um, <laughs> and i think i came up and uh, just seen the most beautiful film <laughs> yeah this is why i was worried i was i remember that yes. yeah 
but it's a nice thing. Oh, it's lovely. It's mm. lovely. It's just you know it 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 triggers quite a bit of stuff at the at the moment. I think, and maybe after mm. a few few more years, I might not be quite such a you know puddle. <laughs> oh. Do you want to know the history of the of the, of the people behind the film? Yes, please. Will you tell me about it? Because I noticed that a number of the names when I was looking at the credits were they people who are Spanish. Yeah, it's a Spanish film. Mm. That's maybe where I'm getting confused. Where I'm thinking it's not in the English language. Mm. So it is directed by a guy called Sergio Pablos, okay, who worked for Disney throughout the nineties. Um, so if you look at his credits, he was an animator on not necessarily Disney's finest moments, but like Treasure Planet, Tarzan, Hercules, Hunchback of Notre Dame, which I think is a really mm, good film. Yeah. And then went on to, he was the writer and creator of Despicable Me. Oh, okay. So that's interesting because the characters in Despicable Me are really distorted yes. people, aren't they? I mm. haven't seen it, but I know they've got very sort of stretched out bodies and sometimes quite um, like pointy faces. Yes. And that's what this film has as well. The the people are really um, over the top, almost like caricatures, aren't they? So Klaus has this massive body and these teeny tiny little legs. Yes. <laughs> and but Jesper is this incredibly like stretched out, almost like Inspector Gadget type, stretchy and long you, arms. If long you look legs. at Gru, like yeah, the shape of yeah. Gru, it's not yes. entirely different. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, and then, so obviously, I, guess, I imagine if he was a writer on Despicable Me, he made a lot of money. Yeah. And this is. His, he opened his own animation studio wow. and this is his first directing wow. job. Wow, and it won lots of awards, didn't it? I remember that at the time because you were really going for it. You were sort of really behind it at award season. It won loads of Annie Awards, mm-hmm. which are, are, the, are the animation? animation awards. It was nominated for Best Animated Feature Film uh, where it lost at the Oscars, where it lost out to Toy Story 4. Oh. It's a better film than Toy Story 4. Okay, but, I've not seen Toy yeah. Story 4, have you? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, you you went on your own and I there were on, loads of kids. I went on my own and it was full of... Th- I thought, if I go during the day, it won't have any... There won't be many kids there. Yeah. Now, there will. There'll just be preschool kids there who... All running around. ...who talk all the way through and are wondering why Woody and Buzz are saying different things to the film they've seen every year for the... It was when I saw them all coming in with their toys, I thought, oh, no, this isn't going to be good. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad film, but it's okay. not as good as this. Okay. But this won the Best Animated Feature Film at the BAFTA Awards. Right, okay. One, one shout-out for one of the cutest characters in film history. Is it the little girl? Yeah, the so part of the film is this is obviously set in Lapland. Mm. Oh, a part of like an a fictionalized version of Lapland. Um and there is a tribe of Sami people who are the indigenous people mm. um they're at the t- north of Scandinavia and Russia and things like that. She is one of the cutest. And she's like just a little girl that pops up all yes. the time. Speaking a language that Jesper and we can't understand, mm. and he just he uses her as a therapist. Yes. <laughs> quite a lot. So she she just talks to him, and we kind we can kind of work out what she's saying, but also she could be saying all sorts to him, couldn't she? Mm. And he is just like, oh, my dad doesn't understand me, and oh, what am I going to do? And you know, she's just chatting chatting away to him. Mm. But eventually, she is the one, isn't she, who really brings him round from 
this idea of I've got to get these letters, I'm going to use these kids to get these 6,000 letters yes. to actually providing her with a toy that brings her a lot of joy mm. and he gets to see the joy and Klaus then says, oh yes, I you know I, I know that look on your face. Yes. My, my wife used to say mm. I had it and that's when you have this lovely sort of breakthrough moment for him and for Klaus as well. Mm. Now you stop crying. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> I've stopped now, that's fine. <laughs> Uh, that's pretty much all I have to say yeah, on it. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen it, please watch it because it's just a beautiful animated film. And yeah. I don't. I think this is a film that's very well respected. I mean, it's mm. it's in the top two IMDb top two fifty still. Okay. Uh, it's one hundred and seventy five there as we speak. Oh, so, right. okay. um, but I've not heard many people outside of like film people talk about it. Mm. So it's sat on Netflix. Um, yeah. It's not necessarily on your front screen anymore. No, but it is well worth checking out. I think it will become a a, a classic. I think this will build and build and build, and in in your, it, it's a it's not a film that's going to date. Yeah. So you can you could see this in ten years, and because it's set in, I think it's I think it's eighteen hundreds. Looking at the. Um, the postal uniform. Please don't look at me like that. But I just looked at the uniform. I thought mm, I think that's kind of eighteen hundreds. But yeah, I'll look it up afterwards. I hope it is. I hope I'm not being an idiot. But I think that's kind of where it's going. No one else is going to look this up. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I will. Um, but it's not going to. It's not going to date. It doesn't look so modern that you know, in ten years' time, it's just going to mm. look a bit weird. And the themes are absolutely there for I really, you know really, really so. world, world worldwide themes. So yeah, wonderful. Do you want to give it a star rating? I, well, it's a five-star film for me. Wow. Oh yeah. Wow. It is. I can't think of anything, like, I can't think of any criticism. It's perfect length. It's yeah. only 90 minutes. Mm. It's got lovely, you know, all the acting. I can't, you know, there's no criticism for the, for the acting. I think it's paced really well. The animation is beautiful. There's nothing... I stuff for the adults, say, stuff for the kids. Yeah. yeah. I, nothing I can, I can say. It's got one of those songs that... You know, I think back in the day might have been sung by Kate Winslet, but yeah, it's it's got a song, hasn't it, attached to it? That's the one thing that I would criticise it for is that when it finishes, it goes into one of like those a, animation films. Yeah. But I, now I've never heard of this person. Okay. It's called Invisible, uh-huh. and it's by Zara Larson. Now I have heard of Zara Larson, but I couldn't tell you who she is, probably because she's had like a record out in the last twenty years. She's a Swedish singer. Right. Has she had any hits? Well, let's have a look. Is she has she been in? The, let's have a look. See, she's been in the hit parade. Oh. So she got to number three with Lush Life. Oh. I feel about a million years old. Yeah, so do I. Uh, number five with Never Forget You. Not that one. Ain't my fault. I would like. I've not heard of any of these songs. No, nothing. Ruin my life. It's <laughs> that sad. That's our song. Uh, she's not done anything for a couple of years, but yes. Okay. That, 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 that's good. not a reason. <laughs> no! No, no, I don't mean good in like good. I mean good in like, right, okay, let's stop that now. She did a song with Tiny Temper as well. And one with David Guetta. Uh, you know how. Oh! I tell you how I know her. The song he, Even That We Know. Right. So she's the singer on Symphony by Clean Bandit. Oh, we know that. Yes. We know that. Wow, I, I, I mean, what the chance is, the, the one song that I've heard of... When did that uh, come out? 2001 or something? Uh, 2017. <laughs> oh, it's recent. Yes. Oh, and she's um, she's recently been at number one with Times Like... That's a member of 
times like these by the Dave Grohl la- Live Lounge All Stars. The Live Lounge All Stars. So clearly they must be doing they must be doing Foo Fighters then. Times yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and it's number so one. It's live. So it's a BBC One Radio One Live Lounge. Right. Did a charity single. Did they? Yes. When was this? Um, they can't be this year. Please don't tell well, me. Well, it's it's a, well, yeah. The really. Yes. The Live Lounge wow. All Stars. It's it's a stay at home charity single. Wow. <laughs> this goes to show you, doesn't it? So uh, yeah, I mean the people who were involved Who's on in it. it so, AJ Tracy, never heard no. of. Anne-Marie? Kind of. I've heard of that. Ben Johnston uh, of Biffy Clyro. Oh, okay. Heard of, yeah. Celeste. From Daphne and Celeste? <laughs> I wanted to make that joke. Oh, no. bad times. Uh, Chris Martin, of course he was involved. Oh, yeah, yeah, we know him. Dan Smith? Nope. Of Bastille? Oh, I know Bastille. Dave Grohl? Mm, good. Dermot Kennedy? I mean, I'm just naming just artists name you here. Could, you could say anyone. So, uh, Ellie Goulding. Right, we know her. Justice for Greg James. Um, Jess Lynn. Mabel, we know Mabel. We know Mabel, Nina Cherry's daughter. Yeah. Um, Palermo Faith. Good. Rag and Burn Man. Excellent, who you look like, apparently. Rita someone's, someone's child once said that Mark looked like Rag and Bone Man. Like yeah. she called him Rag and Bone Man. Yes, that was nice, wasn't it? <laughs> I guess it was. It's one of my favourite things ever. Uh, yeah. Right, should we should we stop looking at the hit parade and uh, finish this podcast? Yes, let's do that. Okay, five stars for Klaus. Well, thank you for listening throughout the year. Yes. We have got some best of the years coming up. We have, yeah. Have you wow. got your list together? Got my list, yeah. I'm we, checking it twice. We do it. <laughs> <laughs> Just annoyed that I didn't do that. Um... Of you, are we doing top fives or top tens? I don't know. We'll Editorial decisions on we'll the podcast yet again. We'll make it up as we go along. I Let's think. do top tens. Okay. Yeah. What if I don't have ten things? I've got ten things I hate about you. <laughs> the sellotape. <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. Come on. Let's get going. Well, have a great Christmas stroke, holiday season, whatever yes. you want to do. Happy holidays. No, it might be a tough one for people. But yeah. we hope you have a safe and restful holiday period. Absolutely. Absolutely. And watch Clouds. <laughs> if you want to be really sad, apparently. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Have a great one. I'll be darker days. All I know is if happy lives a mile away, a couple steps is all it takes if kindness lives. Before you go, just a reminder that you can subscribe to the Honeymoon Period podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can join in the conversation on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Just search for The Honeymoon Pod. Finally, if you like this episode and you think someone else would too, please share it. See you next time. How many words does it really take to make a change?